Hey beautiful souls, my name is Aralua and welcome to the Fierce Feminine Rising. Join me every Wednesday where together we grow and experience how our emotions, which we were taught for years was our weakness, can actually be the superpower that makes the life of our dreams a reality. If you are new here, be sure to click that follow button as it does help the show grow and it also lets you know when I upload a new episode. So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about six reasons why you are struggling to find your purpose. But before we get into it, let's do a check-in. How are you feeling? While you take some time tapping into your emotion and understanding what you're feeling in this moment, I will share with you that my emotion is... I feel focused yet excited, which I was going to go, I think it's a great thing, but... Either way, I just, I'm feeling focused and excited. I have got um, my essential oil going in the oil burner already. Today I've got the lavender and tea tree mix. So we are ready to go. Right. When I talk about six reasons why you are struggling to find your purpose, I feel like you most likely can relate with me when I say, have you ever had a feeling of frustration where you are an individual that your friends, family, and even a stranger who was to observe your life will probably be like, oh my God, your life is amazing. On paper, you would be considered successful. You've got great relationship. You've got great friends around you. Uh, Your friends probably describe you as a very supportive individual your career is doing good um but for some reason you just have this like nagging feeling like surely there has to be more to life surely I can go beyond my current job if this sounds like you then here are six reasons why you are struggling to find your purpose number one you're most likely not paying attention to your emotions. So remember that frustrated feeling I described? That feeling, if you spend some time and pay attention to it, it will probably tell you that although your life might feel great and although your life might look good on paper, although you're doing well in your current job, um you probably feel like it's been an uphill battle for you and you probably feel there's a lot of friction and you're probably thinking, well, all right, isn't that how it's supposed to be? Like, of course, there's going to be friction in life. Yes and no is what I would say. But if you, like I said before, have had that nagging feeling about there has to be more to life, I would imagine you are in search of purpose. And one of the reasons you are yet to find that purpose is you are not paying attention to your emotions. You are not paying attention to that frustrated feeling. You are not observing your surroundings. When are the moments I find that frustration? Or you might just think, well, why should I complain? My life is great. There are people out there who want my life. Why am I complaining? I might as well just ignore that feeling of frustration. But guess what? And I'll tell you towards the end, but I believe this is one of the reasons you are yet to find your purpose. Reason number two, 
I would say you're not paying attention to your intuition. And our intuition, quick description, but I imagine people listening to this podcast would know uh, what intuition is. But intuition is that deep knowing within you, that voice that tells you, um, pick this or don't do this or I don't think it's a great idea. Um, sadly, a lot of us, I mean, at least I know from my experience, I was raised to ignore my intuition. I was raised to ignore that voice within me. Uh, there were years and years growing up where I wasn't, I basically, I wasn't encouraged to trust my gut. And it was like, mommy knows best for you. Daddy knows best for you, which obviously to an extent that was helpful, um, during my dependent years. As a child, of course, I would have needed to rely on my parents. But I feel like because of the environment we've grown up in, and I feel like a lot of you be able to relate to this, but we are not as in tune with our intuition. We are not as in tune with that deeper knowing that is essentially, I would say, our internal compass as, as to where we should be or where we want to be in life and this is one of the reasons you're yet to find your purpose because you most likely due to circum circumstantial reasons due to um, upbringing or whatever whatever it is you have been programmed to not pay attention to your intuition or at least not pay attention to it frequently and this is one of the things stopping you from feeling that deeper sense of fulfillment and feeling that deeper sense of I have found my place in this life I know 100% that where I am now is where I need to be and I find my life purposeful because you're not paying attention to your intuition enough you are stopping yourself without realizing from finding your purpose in life and this then Brings me into reason number three that I found is impacting or used to impact me finding my purpose is that I also was not paying attention to my desires. And hear me out on this because I do find that a lot of people, I actually was having a conversation with someone about this the other day as well. Um, is it just me or have you ever thought to yourself, um, I'm take me for example right I work in human resources um, and it's a good job it's a safe job let's be honest I've been in HR for about 10-11 years um, I've done my best to climb the ladder um, and the reason I'm not going further at the moment is just because I'm just like this is not where I want to be but in terms of finding my purpose and when I talk about not paying attention to my desire I realized that I was blocking myself and blocking me from the dream amazing career I could have because I was still clinging on to the narrative that um, when you think about a purposeful career that's like subconsciously synonymous to altruism right it's normally synonymous to uh, set up a charity wanting to help others being called to help others um, and you almost it's almost that kind of like martyr syndrome where 
thinking about something that's purposeful, thinking about a purposeful career, you almost don't see it as potentially a source of income or an abundance of a source of income. You don't see it as like a financial viable opportunity. And so you actually don't pay attention to, you don't understand that really when you talk about finding your purpose, finding your purpose does not necessarily have to be deep-rooted in wanting to help others. And honestly, it's, it's amazing how I've now found in my experience that when I started to pay attention to my desires as opposed to just like tying myself into that heaviness of like finding my purpose means helping others, which I feel like naturally, I felt like I wanted to um, be able to inspire others, influence others, support others. And, but I now understand that I was tying it into this altruistic view that, um, I have to put others before me, um, to be able to be of service to them and to be purposeful. But then I'm like, girl, (laughs) you've got a well-paid, um, nine to five where you have frustrations there but you don't necessarily have to be this like savior, right? And thinking of being a savior put a lot of burden on me. So that was actually blocking me um, from the fact that to find my purpose, I have now realized and experienced that I had to start paying attention to my desires. I actually had to start paying attention to the things I love to do. And it sounds counterintuitive, but I'm like, I mean, my mind is blown, but the last few months where I've taken time to start doing things I love, to start doing things that literally light up my world and make me this ray of sunshine, which is what a lot of people have been describing me as, like, oh my God, you're just literally this ray of sunshine. And I'm now finding that I can create a career and create a purpose. (laughs) I've essentially created a purpose for myself that at the end of the day, going to help others and be of service to others. But it was through my desires and through taking time to understand what I liked, things I love, and taking time to carve out time for the things I love, that was the path that led me to my desire. So I can probably guess that you have not been paying attention to your desires and that's why you are yet to find your purpose. And I will elaborate a bit more um, when I list out the rest of the reasons, but I hope that's food for thought. I hope that's made you pause and think like, what? I never really thought about it. Like not paying attention to my desires is stopping me finding my purpose. Yes, I will repeat that uh, because... It blew my mind when I found it out. But reason number three, which I think is very important, is I can I can almost guarantee, not almost, I, I want to guarantee, not almost, I can definitely guarantee you that an important reason why you're yet to find your purpose is you are yet to really pay attention to doing the things you love and your desires. Before I share the rest of the reasons with you, I want to take this moment to pause and tell you about the affiliate link that I have for a company called Terami. Full disclosure, it is owned by my partner. Uh, What is Terami? Terami is uh, an essential organic 
therapeutic grade um oil company i would say the the I, the dream is to further venture out into more organic products but at the moment the focus is just on three essential oils on the range you've got lavender tea tree and lemongrass i use it religiously i have to say at this point if you are interested in aromatherapy or just you just love smell like me i'm a very sensual person i love literally my sense of smell i love stimulating my sense of smell so if that sounds something that's up your alley as well then be sure to click the link and just check it out there is a there is a um, discount if you get the three oils as a set and i believe you also get um free shipping in the uk so if that's something that's interesting uh, interest you then be sure to check just i was gonna say check it out <laughs> guys fyi if you don't know i'm originally from west africa nigeria um and i i did grow up in nigeria uh, and moved over to the uk at the age of 13 as you can already tell i have picked up the english accent but girl <laughs> good luck thinking you can never escape your roots every now and then <laughs> i feel like i like stumble on my words and like slip up on my accent um and it's like you can never escape your roots right <laughs> but just fyi if i'm stumbling on my words i kind of blame it on well i don't blame it i do think the cause is that um i originally grew up in nigeria um around a different accent but anyway going back to reasons why you are yet to find your purpose and you've been struggling to find your purpose and hopefully after this episode you can start to really think and start to explore what is your purpose reason number four i would say you have you have not addressed your inner child wound uh, or maybe you're already working through it but you there's more to do and I, I mean I always say to people in terms of healing journeys healing is continuous like I'm not I, I I mean I was kidding myself when I was doing my yoga teacher training um about four or five years ago and I went through like a deep deep spiritual transformation at that time and I was like guys I'm all good to go all healed <laughs> and then more and more trauma just kept like flying my way and I'm like what the hell like I thought I was like healed um and then I quickly got to understand that healing is continuous and I I embrace it because I really love personal development and I love growth and I love constantly learning so I'm kind of glad that my healing is not fully over and I get to keep experiencing and learning more as I go but um one of the reasons I found was that I was yet to address my inner child wound and that was stopping me from realizing my purpose and you might be wondering what I mean by that, because I mean, everyone's just throwing inner child wound all over the place nowadays. But the way I see it and the way it stopped me finding my purpose is that, for example, in my early 20s, I was convinced that my purpose on earth was to be a mum. I was like, I was just born to be someone's mum. And this was it. This was me. This would be my identity. And I was convinced for that for years. Um, but unfortunately for me, recently, well, actually, this, start, this started in my late 20s with even my previous partner. A lot of people don't know this. And I think this is the first time I'm really vocalising this publicly. But I had ovarian cancer when I was my mid in my mid twenties, so around twenty four, twenty five. Thankfully, um, 
literally all it took was a surgery but it did leave me with one ovary but I didn't have to go to through chemo or anything but that was as you can imagine life-changing and I believe actually that after recovering from my ovarian cancer that that was what spiraled me into my whole healing journey and where I am now for those of you who aren't aware I am now 35 years old but literally in the last 10 years I have been on a journey um but like I said in my early 20s I was so tied to the fact that my purpose on earth was to be a mum and then fast forward to when I did have ovarian cancer I was left with one ovary and at the point at back then I had a different partner and the doctors advised us like if you're gonna have kids you need to start now and I had already started assisted fertility with my partner at the time but then the relationship we were actually engaged to be married um I called off the engagement and we can talk about this another time because guys I'm sure I'll talk about this further down but um just the level of desperation was allowing me hold on to that relationship because I was just so desperate to be a mum because I felt like that was my purpose that was expect accepting so much nonsense from that relationship and not facing up and owning up and being honest with myself that that was a very codependent dynamic and it was very unhealthy on both ends not just on his end but on my end as well but anyway needless to say that there's always a silver lining that people say right because I was faced with the fear of like potentially never being able to have kids and I literally felt like my world was falling apart at that time we broke up I think just before I turned 30 um and I remember back then like feeling the chance of me having a child naturally slipping away from me and I was devastated like I was born to be a mum so you're now telling me that my chances of having my own child is severely reduced and I'm the one who would tell everyone that I'm very open to alternatives like I feel I consider myself a very open-minded person I've always been like pro-adoption I've always been like pro different ways to have kids essentially but I was always like pro that when it came to supporting others and advising others never really open and honest with myself that um I really wanted to have kids naturally and I wanted to have my own I put it quote now biological children but anyways fortunately for me I would say definitely fortunate in my experience as I then started to go through my spiritual journey and my yoga journey I started to really understand that actually that innate um, obsession I would call it within me to have children to be a mum wasn't actually my so-called purpose it was that I was yeah I, I was yet to really unearth um, deep deep inner child wound and essentially that strong desire to have a child and to grow my own family was now I understand me essentially wanting to recorrect or wanting to correct and wanting to rewrite my childhood narrative through my now child if that makes sense um anyone who knows about inner child wound inner child trauma I'm sure you can relate it's like healing your inner child and reparenting your inner child but thankfully I didn't go through at the time because that would have been detrimental and it would have been an unhealthy relationship between me and whichever child I would have brought to life at that time but thank goodness that I had that realization that um actually 
having a yes I do still want to have children but I'm not as obsessed and tied to that purpose and it actually really was never my purpose in life it's the what was happening in my brain at the time and that desperation to have a child was me desperate desperately wanting to reparent my inner child through basically reliving my childhood with my new child and convincing myself that I would give my 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 new child um the love affection investment attention I felt like I was lacking and I felt like I'd been neglected growing up I hope that's making sense but um now I mean I'm in a much better space and I I am fortunate why I'm not gonna say I'm fortunate I have one ovary definitely fortunate that the ovarian cancer didn't consume me but I'm just fortunate that there was a silver lining from that and I I was able to release that desperation and obsession um centered around motherhood being my purpose and then Going on to, I know that was a bit heavy, but um, going on to reason number five, I think that's also actually kind of um, flow. It's a good flow from reason number four. But one of the reasons that you're yet to find your purpose is that you most likely are still tied to societal norms. And I definitely found this um, on my journey, on my experience. This definitely really blocked opportunities I could have had and what I mean by that is that you most likely have grown up with an image of what success is supposed to look like and I can (laughs) guarantee you that that image is most likely outdated right guys don't get me wrong if you are in a nine to five traditional career that you absolutely love and you enjoy waking up every day and going to work then I am your full number one fan and I'm I'm in support of you. But me, for example, I understand now that the narrative I was sold of success and what was stopping me finding my purpose is that, I mean, my parents did the best they could. I would always say this. I I believe they raised me in the best way they, and the, the way they thought was right for me and was right for them. But And the reason I say that is I believe my parents raised me to be very um, obedient is the word I would say. It was always like trust and obey. It was always follow the rules. It was always listen to authorities. Don't ever question authority. And if you follow the rules of life, you will have this fairy tale life. Like if you stick to the norms, get married at a certain age, have a child at a certain age, have your safe, secure nine to five, climb the corporate ladder, life will be great. Um, which it can work for some. And like I said, if it gives you joy, if it excites your soul, what I've just described, then that's all well and good. And that's good for you. And I'm happy for you. But for me, it, it didn't work out and I tried my best, but this is why it felt like an uphill battle. Remember the uphill battle that I mentioned earlier? And if this is sounding like, oh my God, or you're speaking to my soul, then this is what's stopping you from finding your purpose and potentially having more than you can in life and more than you already have. You are still tying yourself to societal norms of what purpose looks like. Remember what I was talking about earlier on about um, 
that whole not paying attention to your desires and feeling like uh, purpose has to be tied to literally giving your all to others and in exchange for peanuts, basically. That's not what it is. And you need to start learning to remove yourself from those norms um, to help you find your purpose. And then I would say the last but not the least um, reason that you are still... (laughs) Apologies if I just shouted in your ear, but you could probably feel the passion when I was going to say that. I feel like I need a drum roll. Drum roll! Reason number six. I don't know if it's the most important. I didn't really actually list this in any particular order of, like, prioritisation. But anyway, reason number six is that I can bet that one of the reasons you're yet to find your purpose in life is that you are still tied to external validation. And what do I mean by that? External validation is essentially, I would say a lot, I want to say all of us have experienced this growing up um, to certain degrees, but I would say we definitely all have experienced looking to others for approval, looking to others for literally, it says it in it in the title for external validation. It was, external validation is essentially waiting on permission from others, waiting on yeses from others, um, waiting on opportunities from others, waiting for things to be provided for you. And that's not because you are lazy. It's not because you lack ambition. It's not because you're not a free thinker. It is just, again, um, some people might think I'm just blaming everything negative on society, but uh, I do really question uh, if society is set up for how we should be living our life now a lot of constructs that we're still experiencing in 2023 are constructs that were created hundreds of years ago it goes (laughs) hundreds of years ago to be honest a lot of traditions that have been passed down I value tradition and I believe there are elements that we can take on and learn from but our lifestyle is just transformed in the last how many years but we are still tying ourselves to societal norms like I said before but the other thing is that a lot of us or at least I know I was raised to externally seek validation and by that I mean growing up um, I would do a test and then wait to get told yes you passed the test Um, I would do go to school to basically get a degree to please my parents. I would get a job because I had to pay my bills. But guess what? It was also to please my parents. Uh, A lot of people rush into peer pressure to do things, to reach milestones in their life, to get married, to do this, to do that. But if you're hearing the common theme in that, it is it is all external validation. And the more you still allow yourself to succumb to external validation, it will stop you finding your purpose or chasing your purpose. Um, and I actually spoke to someone who I met recently. We've met like randomly. She actually recruited me. She's listening to this. She's going to know who she is. She actually originally recruited me for um, a HR position just last year and then we just hit it off and like we've now 
like kind of become friends or at least I know we're going to become good friends um but we met up just the other day we're having a conversation and she was saying to me how she just like had enough she's been going through like it was so weird actually having a conversation with her because we feel like we've been going through like a similar path since 2019 and like similar realizations but um she finally like bit the bullet and quit her job her nine to five just the other day and she's like I feel so liberated (laughs) it was nice to see the joy in her face but and when we were talking she just like casually mentioned and she said she feels like one of the things that was actually stopping her was um even if she hadn't admitted admitted to herself at the time is that she was kind of waiting on her dad to be like don't worry I've got your back as well kind of thing uh because her dad is very probably he's like the traditional image of the successful person right a businessman worked to the bones which it was a very like it was a thing of pride back then right um it was a thing to receive recognition from society um to work in a certain way and most likely she felt the path she wanted to go down was very different it was a very different image to what success looks like to her parents and although maybe she hadn't openly admitted it to herself she was seeking that external validation from her parents before she could kind of go forward with that but saying that to say that I've now given you six reasons at least from my experience why you're struggling to find your purpose and then you might be thinking well all right that's all well and good and like thank you (laughs) it made me think but how can I find my purpose uh well for me I have now through the last 10 years of like ups and downs but I would say more intensely in the last few months um I know I shared my ovarian cancer story and some of you might think oh my god but believe it or not that's not the height of it there's been more highs and lows I've gone through in life I don't regret anything that's ever happened to me but the intensity of my own personal growth and the investment I've put in myself in the last few months I now have a purpose and you might be wondering what's the purpose and I will tell you at the end but honestly guys I feel what has been so liberating is that I just had the realization that why am I still externally searching remember that external validation I notice a lot of people are still waiting for it to appear in front of them. They're waiting for a message to just fall from heaven. They're waiting for someone or an experience to help them find a purpose. And I think this can be part of the journey into finding your purpose. But my cheat sheet is that I was like, hang on a minute. I've been doing a lot of meditation um, in the last few months, like consistently. I've been doing a lot of things consistently in the last few months. But I literally woke up one day, I was like, hang on a minute. <laughs> Instead of looking for my purpose, why don't I make a purpose? Why don't I create a purpose? And I genuinely now believe that, um, that one of the reasons, and one of the reasons a lot of us are here on earth one of the reasons humans are here on earth like or one of the energies and frequencies we have as humans one of the powers within our hands that we don't utilize enough is the power of creation we are all creators we can all create the moments in our lives we can all create experiences in our lives it 
blows my mind and I find it so mind-boggling that people are still waiting around for things to happen. You need to stop waiting and start doing. If you want to find your purpose, you can make your purpose. I have now created my purpose. The Fierce Feminine Rising is a purpose I created. I was like, I want to be inspirational to other women out there. I want to help other women out there. Um, let them know that yes, their dreams can be bigger. No, they are not selfish for wanting more. Do not feel guilty for for drawing your energy and removing some of the investment and love and attention you're giving to others and pouring some of that back into you. This is a purpose I've been I've created for myself. Was it bestowed on me? Maybe, I don't know, but I'm like I'm going to I'm going to take it and I'm going to run with it and I literally woke up one day and I was like this is my purpose and I'm going to, and regardless if, if people might believe that was bestowed on me and it, it was sent to me by my spirit guides, because I do believe I have a spirit guide, by the way, regardless of if I believe that was bestowed on me or I've created that myself, I think the most important thing is putting the energy into it. So if you're still seeking and struggling to find your purpose, how about you create a purpose? But I believe the most important part of it is ensuring you dedicate to that purpose, you commit to that purpose, and you focus and challenge uh, channel your energy into that purpose. And I can guarantee you that once you do that, you can sit back and then you watch the amazing things that happen. If you resonated with this episode, I want you to hit that follow button. And most importantly, tell your friend to tell a friend that we are sick and tired of reciting daily affirmations, listening to motivational speakers, reading self-help books, yet seeing the same broke bank account or having to force small talk with the same annoying work colleague. It is time for us to commit to ourselves and finally achieve our goals, even if they scare us or overwhelm us. Rawr!